Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. Hello, and welcome back to AudioPie's series on the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime. Today, we're going to go through the main themes in the book. Some of them will be relevant in one way or another to most, if not all readers, so they're very interesting to look at. Absolutely. The big one here is mental illness, which is being recognised more and more these days. We can see how much Christopher's parents struggle with his disability, and there will be a lot of similar cases out there. In chapter 229, Christopher tells us about his favourite dream, where he can go anywhere in the world and knows that no one is going to touch him or ask him a question. This represents how difficult it is for people with mental illnesses to go about their daily lives. Christopher longs for a world with only special people like him in it. Those who don't understand autism are likely to upset him or get angry. By the way, the chapter numbers we refer to are the ones that Christopher uses in the book, not the standard one, two, three. We also see how some people react to those who suffer from mental illnesses. Students from another school shout, Special needs! Special needs! at Christopher and his schoolmates as they get off the bus. This is clearly very rude and ignorant behaviour. Another example is when the policeman repeatedly asks Christopher questions about the dog and then touches his arm to make him stand up. Even though Christopher is curled up and moaning on the ground at this point, the policeman shows no empathy or compassion and goes on to take him to the police station. What's more is that Christopher doesn't see himself as someone with a disability. He recognises he has behavioural problems, but he differentiates himself from his school peers by saying, I'm going to prove that I'm not stupid. Next month I'm going to take my A-level in maths and I'm going to get an A-grade. He does just this and his closing line... I can do anything, serves to reiterate the idea that people with mental disabilities are also capable. As we touched on in a previous podcast, we see a dysfunctional family in this book, and this is another theme. Christopher's parents really struggle to cope with their son's illness, and Judy finally leaves to go and live with another man. Christopher was aware of their problems, telling us, I used to think that mother and father might get divorced. That was because they had a lot of arguments and sometimes they hated each other. We find out later that Christopher was actually right all along, but he didn't know. We know that life at home was frustrating and desperate, as the strain of bringing up Christopher exaggerated any problems between Ed and Judy. The hurt and loss that Ed feels after Mrs Shears leaves him is clear as it leads him to killing her dog, Wellington. The dog becomes a symbol of the hardships that dysfunctional families experience. As it is the reason Christopher started writing his book, it shows the intertwined mass of the difficulties those directly or indirectly living with mental illnesses suffer. In any separation within a family, everyone tends to be affected. This can cause a whole string of problems, whether practical or emotional. The Boone family suffer abnormal pressures on top of typical ones as they try to bring up a son who they can't touch, who screams on shop floors and won't drink red things. 
Focusing on the typical pressures you mentioned, an awful lot of people find their teenage years really hard. There is a scene when Christopher goes to London on his own and is sitting on a bench at an underground station. And the people kept coming in the little station and then I couldn't see the walls anymore and the back of someone's jacket touched my knee and I felt sick. This is a small sample of the constant flow of things that he sees happening, piling more and more pressure onto him until... I sweated and felt sick and I felt the feeling like a balloon inside my chest and it was so big I found it hard to breathe. This feeling of anxiety and panic will be familiar to loads of people, especially teenagers, who are facing a lot of things for the first time. A typical example is going to an interview or sitting important exams. We all get nervous and suffer the same difficulty breathing as Christopher does. However, Christopher overcomes his problems in London and finished the book with I can do anything. This shows us that we will face challenges in life, but if we keep on trying, we will manage to cope with life and come out the other end. Finally, the lie Ed tells his son about his mother dying shows a breakdown in communication. Ed didn't know how to tell Christopher about his mother leaving them, and when the boy finds out about his father's lie and killing the dog, he doesn't want to be anywhere near him. The lack of communication creates a lack of trust between the two characters. Also, the only way we've been able to see this wonderful world in the mind of someone with autism is to read about it using words and pictures. The book Haddon has created has given most of us an insight and understanding we couldn't have had otherwise. Siobhan suggests that Christopher writes his book as a form of therapy for himself. To write something I would want to read myself. As he goes on to write about the problems with his parents, he is unravelling all the trauma and reaching out to others. Communication, in whatever shape or form it comes in, is fundamental to us living together and understanding each other better. We can help others, and in turn, ourselves, when we communicate our feelings. Whether it be by pictures, music, words, whatever, communication is key. So there we have the themes of the book. Mental illness and the way we perceive and react to it, the struggles within typical families and those under the added pressure of mental illness, coping with the challenges life throws at us and the need to communicate with others. Haddon manages to pack a lot into this story, yet still allows us enough space to form our own opinions of each theme. So, what are yours? Talk to your classmates or teachers about them. Everyone will have more to say about them than you think. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time when we start our analysis of the story. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.